Hey there, I'm Judy Kroon. Welcome to another episode of Laugh Long and Prosper, shelf help with a smile. And I believe humor is such a, a great coping mechanism, especially through COVID. Today is Monday. That means it's time for just another Mindful Monday. On the phone with me today is mindfulness coach Kara Colson from Pearl Mindfulness. Kara works out of the GTA. She teaches at Durham College and she works for a group called Psychology for Growth. And, you know, we've been talking about COVID, we've been talking about uh, stress, we've been talking about uh, our coping mechanisms. And, you know, uh, by the way, Kara, thank you. Welcome to the show again. Thank you, Judy. It's always a pleasure. Well, you know, we were talking about coping mechanisms and how, you know, I read a fantastic article in the Globe and Mail a couple of weeks ago, how they said it was year of the dog, how 2020 became year of the oh. dog because so many people got pets during yes. COVID, right? And mm. uh, so many happy pets, uh, a, a little aside, but I was watching a documentary and they were saying that um uh pets that go to canada they're so happy because canadians tend to be uh a little bit more patient with uh with their rescues you know Aww. just that good old canadian attitude i guess you know <laughs> so they're always excited when someone from canada says yes i'll rescue that dog from egypt or lebanon or mexico so uh, I thought that was a, a very cool kudo for Canadians. <laughs> it's uh, all the maple syrup. It's yes, it must be the maple syrup. Absolutely. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so, you know, something happened to you personally. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I wanted to talk to you about this, but I knew I needed to give you some time to grieve. But tell folks what, uh, what happened with your, your furry people in your house. Well, um, our almost 14 year old dog passed and then at old age, you know, it was the time he, I knew he would let me know in his own little way. And he woke up one morning and we went for a little walk around the block. Um, you know, he stumbled a little, he was almost blind by that point. And as the day went on, he just he was not himself. He was crying a little more. It was just, you know, and I had planned with the vet beforehand. She had actually told me in September of, you know, last year that he might have eight weeks. He might have a month. He might have, you know, we, we just know we're kind of at life end here. Um, and so we had decided, or I had decided at that point, you know, I didn't want anything investigative done to him. Why? I mean, he was an old fella at that point. And just to gratefully experience every day with him that, that I could, and I did. And I'm very, I'm grateful I did that. But, you know, as this day went on by about noon, I contacted the vet's office and let them know, you know, really we're here and they already knew and we're waiting for that call for whenever. And so they let me know to come in about five that evening. And that was the last day he had. And so we took a lot of pictures with him, my, my eldest daughter and I, and, and loved him and hugged him. And even though that was happening, he, he was in a lot of pain and crying more, um, you know, and, and, and we lost him. And I honestly have to say that dog truly carried me through the absolute 
most challenging parts of my life. Mm. It carried me through a divorce. It carried me through uh, my kids going to two different homes. Mm. He carried all my needs and neediness <laughs> when my <laughs> girls were at their father's house. And he walked many miles with me. There's one little track in this town I called the Trail of Tears. Because at that point in time, it just had to come out and he was there. Um, but really, truly, you know, it was my time to be there for him. And I had prepared myself for it for months before. In mm. fact, I had even, he couldn't walk long near the end. And so I was even going out, making myself go out on long walks and kind of out on my own because um, I knew I needed to get used to walking without him. And so those things got put into play, but yeah, the day came. Exactly a week later, our cat, one of our cats, um, my daughter's therapy pet, also, as the day went on, seemed unwell. Now this is really weird. We thought he was maybe grieving the loss of Flynn because Aww. he and Flynn were real good pals. Rusty was the cat that when a thunderstorm came by, he would get right by Flynn and like snuggle right into him, Aww. sometimes even right up onto his mm. his back because he would he was a big orange cat and he would do this <laughs> big, big purr. Like his voice would be like uh, Morgan Freeman, I think. You know, that's kind of that's just for context, what kind of voice would Flynn have had? What was Flynn's oh, voice like? Well, Flynn was very Irish and Flynn was very anxious <laughs> about things. And so he would have definitely had an Irish accent. And like Liam Neeson? Is Liam uh, Neeson Irish? <laughs> would he have been like Yeah, Liam? Liam Neeson is kind of a little tougher. I'm thinking a little bit more like um, Tom Cruise and Far and Away. Doing oh, that. okay. <laughs> Um, just a little bit more of a feisty kind of, you know, but really a, a <laughs> butterball inside. And so that would be his voice. Um, and so Morgan Freeman was always with Flynn. And I have, and you saw on Facebook, posted pictures in the last little bit of Flynn by the fireplace and both cats would get in his bed. They just were the mm -hmm. fur fella posse. Yeah. They were the best crew. And we really didn't know what was going on with Rusty. We had no idea. And so took him to the emergency that. And within two hours, uh, it was discovered that he had like an orange sized tumor in his chest oh. and he needed to go. Oh and so gosh. we had to let him go. There was no, even the vet even was like, I cannot advise you to do anything else at mm -hmm. this point. Do this. So within a week, exactly, we lose two of the fur fellas within <sighs> the posse of three. Brutal. And it's COVID. And, you know, wow, right? But mm -hmm. here's what I did with my COVID brain. And we talked about COVID brain last week. Yeah. I had kind of built up this huge resiliency to just kind of move forward mm. and, you know, kind of truck along and kind of Winston Churchill it, you know, keep calm, <laughs> carry on. And, and I would just, you know, do all these things. And I had friends, very close friends say, Kara, you are handling this really well. Mm. I'm like, yeah, I'm surprising myself, but you know, I prepared myself for Flynn and you know, Rusty was a bit of a shock, but you know, I'm okay. Until <laughs> mm. about a month later, a series of events had brought up the trigger of 
all that pain that, you know, I kind of just put in a box somewhere because I'd been putting so much in a box through COVID at that point in time. It just became a second default nature to just go, okay. And I mean, I work in mindfulness every day. If mm-hmm. I'm shoving stuff in boxes, my goodness, <laughs> there's some pretty big steam trunks out there right now, right? For sure. <laughs> but you also lost Morgan Freeman. So yeah, we understand. And, and Flynn, right? And my, Flynn. my boy. And oh. so, you know, yeah, I, it, it just kind of accumulated and I wasn't expecting it. And I just had this, this evening of total letting it out. But, you know, uh, Tears for Fears had that great song shout about primal scream therapy Mm -hmm. and I mean for me it wasn't screaming it was just this crying that just it just had to happen and so Mm -hmm. from a mindful perspective just letting it be what it is and instead of judging it just let it come out and it did and I really think that just by allowing that to happen really kind of got that hump kind of over with and again always mindfully we learn more and we grow and um you know it kind of really did feel at that point in time as though i had come to the end of some part of the grieving process and going on to a healthier part of the grieving process and i didn't even think i was really grieving so i'm wondering if there's a lot of people out there you know, who are also losing their pets or family members and feeling very isolated and alone right now with COVID. I mean, uh, funerals are, are very odd um, when you ha- even have to take your pet for their end life final vet visit. You know, you're wearing a mask, you're right. only allowed to have a couple of people in, you're, you know, shuttled in and shuttled out. Um, You can't have the same kind of grief process that many of us would utilize with our friends and family and hugs in touching in in being able to do that. And and so it really has been an experience. And of course, you know, bringing that mindfulness piece to just allowing it and again, self-compassion, which is what I noticed last week and mentioned as well in, in our talk that Yeah, I mean, these are hard times and for some people it's even harder, Um, but everybody behind their own door within their own home is having something going on that is on top of COVID. It could be an abusive situation. Mm. It could be the loss of a pet. It could be the loss of a parent or sick people or not being able to see their people. Um, And so that bringing that piece of compassion, not only for ourselves, but for others, I think mindfully is a really important thing to consider. You mentioned last week that people are talking about, um, you know, who got what what vaccine. And I've noticed in many people get jealous or they get angry that somebody (laughs) gets bizarre. You know, what did you get? Whoever thought that we would have this word AstraZeneca within our vernacular, right? Um, Or, you know, Pfizer or Moderna or, Mm -hmm. you know, what is a Johnson or Johnson? What shot you? I mean, you know, uh, whoever thought, and yet we're here and we're living it. But, you know, those of us that are feeling and noticing mindfully that kind of jealous hint or that Mm. pulling of anger or upset because, you know, this person has this shot, this person got this shot, you know, it really does draw attention to our own triggers. 
And some people are cycling through being angry at the government. Other mm -hmm. people are cycling through being angry at their place in life and how come that that community got this shot and my community didn't. I mean, it just collectively kind of shows yeah. a bigger piece mindfully of where we're at in a society to be discussing things like that. Needless to say, in my view, from a mindful perspective, that compassion piece of just trying to bring it forward within your mindset for yourself or for others that we are just all struggling and having even more coming on to it like myself and the death of pets as mm. that happens you know hank is left he is the first fur fellow posse final rider and uh you know <laughs> are you gonna get are you gonna get another uh another rider for uh for well hank? we've considered it we've been thinking about it um and possibly yes though i have to say through <laughs> this own little kitty grief and really he did grieve um the last couple of days he's come back to his own Hank the Hellion self <laughs> and you know is really starting to own the world again so he also had a process that he had to go through and yeah probably we'll get him a friend if he thinks he can if he thinks he can handle it if we get him a friend he'll be the first one to first one to have ridden and it would just be a different situation and I think that's another thing to consider too. And I think that's why this grief piece hit me so badly. Mm. We had considered getting a friend for Hank mm -hmm. and I kind of just got hit with, it will never be the same as it was. And I think many of us will, will be going through that in COVID too, that our life after COVID is never really truly going to be the same. And there's that loss of innocence and there's this loss of goodness mm -hmm. and allowing that to happen too and just being with it and 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 giving compassion to yourself for that because it is different and i can't recreate the posse it was a one-time deal but yeah. could hank have a new friend sure and would it be a different thing sure would he maybe be like that old dog and what's that Oh, it's a it's a it's a cry show. What is Old it? Old Yeller? No. What's the one where they get lost and they have to find their way back? Oh, Two dogs um, and a cat. It was an incredible journey. Oh. So <laughs> Hank now would be like the old golden retriever, you know. <laughs> and whatever comes in would probably be like that um, you know, younger dog. <laughs> <laughs> That is right. so fun. I cannot watch those shows. Marley. Oh, have you ever seen Farlap? It's no, I, you know, oh, Farlap was I, I, I the ugliest cry. I ever. hear it's horrific. I can't. <laughs> well, I'm laughing. <laughs> but yeah, I'm laughing because that's an ugly cry. Another ugly cry movie, you know, if we're looking to really allow our sadness yes. during COVID, mm -hmm. um, there's another one that is called. Hatch, Hachimo, Hachiko. Oh, Hachiko. you know what? I read the premise and I was crying. I don't, <laughs> I don't even tell people. The what dog just about. keeps waiting. It's just that's so, so sad. sad. <laughs> I can't handle that. You know, even I'm watching something and I'm sure I'm not the only person I was watching uh, mm -hmm. uh, the first season of Goliath with Billy Bob Thornton. And it was, oh. it was violent. And all I can think of was, please don't let that stray dog die. Oh, I know. Cruel if the show does something to the stray dog, nothing happened to the stray dog people. So it's Thank okay. Goodness. You can watch the first season, but it's funny how our brains work. 
Well, have you been watching shows lately and realized that the best actor on the show was the dog? <laughs> no. I know, I have. I'll let you in on a little secret. Once you know that there's an animal handler, literally, literally just beyond the, uh, uh, the, 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 the mic, you'll never you'll never forget that you can always see the dog looking at the hand you can but they're still better than the people or a cat oh yeah for sure and maybe that's why as you mentioned at the very beginning you know this experience what you lost and type thing and what many people are gaining during covid is a new pet or a pet Mm -hmm. and honest honest there is nothing better than the unconditional love of a fur friend's and um do it rescue go out there see what you can do get something that isn't expecting anything from you but will bring you happiness during this time of hardship and we'll get you outside and we'll get you doing something or caring from something other than yourself and that turns on the compassion piece too And there's some brain chemistry that goes along with compassion. Tara Brock will talk about that herself in her own book um, that we talked about last week too, Radical Compassion. And there's a lot of science out there for kindness and compassion. And it changes brain chemistry. And I think we need this collectively right now. And you know, it actually makes us wiser. Caring, being caring, being being compassionate, it works that part of our brain, our our right brain, and it actually makes us wiser. So, you know, and and just touching on that note that you said, you know, uh, it's different for everybody and, and everyone has to decide if and or when they're going to get a new pet but Mm -hmm. you know having a pet makes you realize uh, how much you can can love an animal and that means you've got a lot of love that you can uh, that you can rechannel whether it's volunteering or whether it's inviting another pet into your life but uh, some people think you know I'm, I'm betraying I'm betraying Fluffy by getting another cat, but you're not <laughs> opening your your home and your heart to another pet is is a way <laughs> Fluffy of honoring. Won't mind. <laughs> What's that? Fluffy won't mind. Fluffy won't mind. Fluffy you know, and Hank like, won't mind in my house if we do get something else because man, he's got the weight of all the needy love of of two <laughs> women right now. You know, my eldest That's daughter right. and I that are here, and he's like, man, can you get me a friend? Like, you know, I can't carry you anymore. Um, you know, take and, it. And take it. I can't take it anymore. You know, you mentioned about the love of a pet and that great capacity within our ourselves that we find you also find the compassion and great capacity whenever the time is for your pet to to say goodbye Mm. and let them go and um that's part of the process i mean i'm hearing right now i'm hearing that um circle of life song starting you know i hear elton john singing right now right Mm -hmm. you know um but it really is true and and you know that love for that other animal or creature many people are finding that depth of love to be able to in a different way now with covid say goodbye to people in our life too that are passing on i mean people aren't just passing on because of covid you know we hear these numbers and stuff but all of us are sitting there with grandparents or parents that are just coming to end life and You know, this is part of this process that has changed for us right now in the way it looks, but in our hearts and mindfully, we can still honor it. 
the way we would. And that's with compassion and love and grace, right? COVID can't take that away from us. You're right. And if anything, maybe one of the things we get out of this is just becoming a little bit more compassionate, be becoming a little bit wiser, a little more um, having our eyes opened at, at a world that we're, we're folks, we're all in this together, right? Yeah. And yeah. I think that this has uh, this period of time too, because I mean, the only thing, the only other thing I can think of globally that sort of shifted things and we kind of lost that innocence uh in in my lifetime anyway is 9 11. you know yes. like i will never sit in the theater again or be in a shopping mall again without looking for the exits even if it's just subconscious i mean i'm not paranoid but it's just sort of changed right and i think COVID is sort of the same way but what comes out of that is realizing that we are all you know on the same on the same planet and we can yeah. uh, there's amazing things that we can do together as this you know incredible human force so have you seen that have you seen that meme or whatever i don't know what you call mm -hmm. it i'm too old to know what, what are the kids called? calling it these yeah days? what the heck right? is it a gif or a gif oh, my daughter what's it called is it a, it's a joke it's a joke on the internet they laugh at me um you know and, and so <laughs> um it, it's something I saw on the internet and it was about people going to Mars, which is really, really cool, but it was right. like the planet Earth and it's like, hey, what about me? You know, like mm. you've used and abused all my resources and now you're going to take all your money and spend it going to Mars? Right. Like, what's wrong with me, right? Mm -hmm. And I, I thought that was really interesting too at this timeline of, you know, collectively pulling our weight, coming together, working together as humans, you know, what could we possibly do for this planet that has worked for us yeah. for a long, long time? And, you know, yeah, just interesting stuff. No, you know, it's funny that you say that because uh, the latest thing now is that they're able to create water on Mars. I'm like, uh, did we, we have need to go to Mars to figure that out? It's called the like, Sahara Desert. <laughs> we live in Ontario. It's lake after lake after lake. Right. right. And it's beautiful. And what is going on? I was, I, I was thinking of this today. You know, really, it's the top 1% that could even afford to go to Mars mm -hmm. and leave this planet yeah. that the top 1% and the industrialization ruined to begin with. Right. Precisely. Precisely. So, you know, really what is going on? Right. Yeah, I know. I know. But you know what? Maybe the good that comes out of it. Yes, it is annoying that this this point one percent of the one percent is yeah. already eyeballing another planet. But <laughs> Mars. having said that, they have from, you know, from uh, past space missions, Mm -hmm. They have discovered a lot of things that we've oh, been you able bet. to use here on Earth, you know. When is the Millennium Falcon coming is what I want to know. <laughs> and, you know, was Chewbacca the best <laughs> fur fella ever of Han Solo? Really? Like the love of Chewbacca, right? The best, biggest, furriest. <laughs> ever and what he did for Han Solo in those That's movies <laughs> and I don't think Han Solo ever did get another pet after Chewbacca. I don't think he did well like, didn't he get frozen for a while his next pet was Carrie Fisher I guess you know, <laughs> you know but yeah I mean for the love of Chewbacca honestly right 
That's Kara, thank you so much for joining me. I know we've had a lot of fun talking about pets, but folks, we've chatted with so, we've talked about so many things about (laughs) coping with COVID, but, uh, you know, I just thought pets was just, they've, they've just been, they've been here for us. Kara and I are both massive pet lovers. And I just thought it would be fun to do an episode. But if you do want to reach out to Kara, her website is pearlmindfulness.net. Uh, her email, pearlmindfulness at gmail.com. Pearlmindfulness at gmail.com. Um, Kara, once again, thank you so much for joining me on the show. Oh, Judy, thank you so much for inviting me. And you give your dog a big, big hug. I will. By the way, what kind of voice does Hank have? I forgot to ask. <laughs> the Hellion? Uh, uh, maybe a little Clint Eastwood. Maybe oh, a little, uh, okay. little John Wayne. Maybe a little, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's excellent. Folks, I'm with Kara Colson. If you want to hear any of our uh, past episodes about dealing with COVID and uh, some stress-busting tips, some great mindfulness uh, tools from Kara. You can go to judycroon.com uh, if you want to reach out to me or check me out at Spotify and or SoundCloud. Until next time, folks, laugh long and prosper. <laughs>